Welcome to our special podcast series, offering a sneak peek into the great educational content of AAEM's 20th Annual Scientific Assembly. Join us from February 11th through 15th, 2014, at the New York Hilton Midtown in New York City. Registration for the conference is free for AEM members with a simple refundable deposit. Join AEM today to take advantage of this member benefit. In today's podcast short, I'll be speaking with Dr. Michael Winters, track chair for In a New York Minute, Critical Care in Your ED. This track will kick off on the afternoon of Wednesday, February 12th, and return on the morning of Thursday, February 13th, continuing throughout the day. This is Laura with AAEM, and I'm here with Dr. Michael Winters, and he's going to be giving us an overview of the critical care track at Scientific Assembly. Hi, Dr. Winters. How are you? Good, Laura. Thanks so much for having me on. It's great to be able to talk about the critical care track and the exciting topics and amazing speakers we've been able to get together for Scientific Assembly in New York City. Great. Thanks for taking the time to speak with us. To kick things off, could you give us a general overview of the critical care track? Well, we're really excited to have a little bit of additional spots this year at Scientific Assembly because I think like many of our emergency physicians, emergency providers out there, critical illness is at the forefront, critical care is at the forefront really of emergency medicine. Aside from the whole certification issue, I think it's very clear to everyone who's practicing emergency medicine that the amount of critical care that they're providing continues to increase. In fact, there was a recent publication in Critical Care Medicine just a few months ago that took a look at the scope of ED critical care over 2001 to 2009, and just a few highlights from that literature alone, ED-based critical care increased over 200%. In fact, uh, the emissions from EDs to ICU skyrocketed, and not only are we performing more critical care in the emergency department, all of us know that patients are staying longer and longer. And depending on where we work, critically ill patients could spend a few hours in the ED to actually several hours, 12, 13, 14 hours in the ED. So not only do emergency physicians anymore have to be expert at resuscitation, but we've also got to know those critical things to continue to provide IC level care or critical care to our sickest population in the ED. That's a great overview of the track as a whole. Could you give us some highlights of the specific sessions? Of course. So we've got some topics that we felt were going to be really, really beneficial for the practicing emergency physician to hear. So when you've got that patient who's remaining in the ED beyond that initial hour or two of resuscitation, what do you do? Well, we've got Sam Wood talking about sedating the critically ill patient. So you've intubated that patient. They're on the mechanical ventilator. They're waiting to go upstairs to the ICU. Why is it critically important that you pay attention to pain and sedation, and why does it really matter? Sam's going to talk about a bunch of pearls in this 30-minute spot, highlighting the new 2013 guidelines for pain and sedation in the critically ill, a really cutting-edge topic. 
In addition, she's going to be talking about what should we be doing other than pain and sedation in that ICU border. So what are the key critical interventions we should be paying attention to and really monitoring while that patient's sitting in our emergency department. So Sam's going to really talk about two topics, sedating the critically ill patient and then beyond the golden hour, caring for the ICU border. And for those of you that don't know Sam Wood, she's really a rapidly rising star in emergency medicine and critical care. She was one of our graduates from the EMIM Critical Care Program at University of Maryland, and she's since moved on to Maine Medical Center and is just doing an outstanding job. I've heard her talk both locally, regionally, as well as nationally, and Sam is guaranteed to impress many of you who attend her lectures. In addition to Sam's topics on the ICU border, we're going to be talking about a few other really hot topics in critical care and emergency medicine, one of which is fluids. So I'm going to touch on choosing the right solution, fluid resuscitation in the critically ill. In other words, we're all providing fluid therapy. Perhaps it's one of the most common therapies we provide to our critically ill patients, but there's more and more literature saying perhaps the selection and the quantity of fluids actually may make a difference in important patient-centered outcomes. So I'm going to talk about choosing the right solution. And Dave Farsi, many of you know Dave Farsi, he's going to be coming up from Florida, from Miami, to talk about fluid responsiveness. So we're going to touch on the type of fluid, and then we're going to follow that up with actually a discussion on fluid responsiveness. What should the emergency physician be using in their emergency department to determine whether patients will need or respond to additional fluids? And he's really going to delve into the evidence and tell you why, if you're using CVP, that's perhaps a useless marker of fluid responsiveness. So very excited to have Dave join us for Scientific Assembly this year and talking about fluid responsiveness. So this track is going to span across two days of our conference. What else can we look forward to from these speakers in terms of topics that they're going to be highlighting? Well, we've got a number of other cutting-edge topics Haney Malamut is joining us for Scientific Assembly this year. He's going to be talking about critical illness in pregnancy. So often we see complications of first trimester bleeding, but it's not uncommon that a really sick pregnant patient rolls into the emergency department and perhaps they're not appropriate to head right upstairs to labor and delivery. Or they've got a few other things going on. Haney's going to walk through a few pearls as well as pitfalls in resuscitating the critically ill pregnant patient. And we've got none other than Evie Marcolini joining us to talk about another neurocritical care topic, hyperosmolar therapy in critical illness. It's a really hot topic right now in emergency medicine, neurocritical care, and critical care in general, talking about the various components of hyperosmolar therapy, when to use it, when not to use it, what hyperosmolar therapy should we be choosing. So that's kind of a, a brief overview of the critical care tract. Last but not least, I didn't wanna, don't want to forget Peter W. So Peter is a tried and true favorite and a recognized pioneer within emergency medicine and critical care. He's going to be lecturing in the critical care tract to talk about mechanical ventilation and why one size simply doesn't fit all. So we've got a, a broad range of topics in the critical care tract, some exciting topics, very, very hot topics in emergency medicine and critical care with really some cutting-edge speakers. So that's an overview. Great. Well, it sounds like we have a lot of wonderful topics and speakers lined up, and we look forward to hearing from all of you in New York this February. 
very excited to travel into New York City and I'm confident that those attending the critical care track, the critical care lectures, you're going to get a ton of pearls as well as pitfalls to avoid when leaving scientific assembly and heading back to their very next shift in their EDs. To join us for this track and for the rest of the General Assembly, visit www.aaem.org slash aaem14 to register and to view the preliminary program. The 20th Annual Scientific Assembly, perpetually advancing emergency medicine for the clinician and proudly the premier clinical conference in emergency medicine. See you in the Big Apple.